Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Delta Flyers with Tom and Harry as we journey through episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Your two hosts along this journey are my fellow actor, Garrett Wong, who on September 1st in 2008 was the only series regular actor from any Star Trek series to attend the closing ceremonies of Star Trek the experience in Las Vegas. What? And myself, your favorite helmsman, Robert Duncan McNeil, Robbie D, RDM, whatever you want to call me. Remember, all you listeners, you can oh. get the full version of this entire podcast with tons of bonus material when you sign up to become a patron at patreon.com, The Delta Flyers. There you go. Wow, you pulled that one out. I yes, I was. I didn't even realize I was the only one there. You were the only series the only regular, one when it closed down. Only yeah. regular Star Trek actor to be there for the ceremony. What was that like? And I was there on my own volition too, so it wasn't like they invited me there. So I wasn't there as a guest of theirs. Well, you, I know you it were. Was, you, they, yeah. they became my family. They did because when we went, did you go to the initial when they opened the grand opening? I had gone to the experience when I was at you know right. different creation conventions or but Vegas you didn't activities. go when they you didn't you, no. you didn't go to the grand opening. No, do you remember they chartered a seven forty seven for us and took and all everyone the, all and took actors. all the actors. Uh, we wow. all got on board. I was sitting next to, to Nicole Nicole DeBoer on that flight, and then we went through red carpet. And Nicole wow. and I went through red carpet together. We just met and we went through red, red cup, carpet like a couple, basically. It was interesting. Oh, funny. Yeah. And you didn't go on that one. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And that was an amazing experience. And what happened was the manager and I became friends. Or the manager, there was probably two or three managers. I became friends with all the managers. Yeah. And whenever I called up, I would say, hey, I'm coming in and I'm bringing... In the beginning, it was like, I'm bringing a friend and we're going to go right. through the experience. And so they would give me comped admission through the experience the nice. ride itself and then afterwards they would comp my lunch as well wow. with my guest okay so then as the days and months went by it would be hey it's garrett i got six people hey it's Garrett. at one wow. point towards the end robbie i i remember one you time i started said, taking fans through there like I, oh my gosh i i brought a group of 20 friends once i said i'm coming oh through with gosh. 20 they said yep no problem garrett and we cover your lunch too with the 20 people and it was just wow. they were so generous to me and i loved that experience and when it shut down i was so sad and all the i remember the, you were very sad well not only was i sad but the wall leading up to you know what they put up like a like a wood um you know uh fit like a like construction is going on like they, they yeah. built some type of structure and on that structure were thousands of post-it notes of people saying please don't close we love you you know stay uh-huh. here and it was just you know heartbreaking to see how much that uh, that you know affected people like yeah. that that ride or that that experience because the whole thing because it's like a museum museum, and the ride and the and the restaurant and the actors that are in you know the costume they're in costume they're in cosplay they're in character they're walking up to you and interacting with you that was such a unique unique thing and the guy that played my son in that one episode that is the son of of myself and kess like you're remember that yeah yeah he ended up working there he oh, was funny. working there as a Starfleet personnel. So oh, he went funny. from being on our show to actually being over there working at the Star Star Trek experience. So 
Wow. That's a great fact. Yeah. And and it feels like, you know, this is the last episode of our rewatch podcast that I thought it was appropriate. Yes, it's very appropriate, Robbie. I know a lot of fans over the years built great memories there of times that they went to conventions and hung out together. Yeah. And it was just such a great comfortable place to gather every year for conventions and oh, it was and great yeah it was yeah. too bad yeah oh my gosh and they just you know and it was a exact replica of like cork's bar and yeah. it looked amazing it was absolutely yeah. amazing and yeah. the food was good it was like you know it was bar pub food but still i remember good. singing karaoke actually or singing performing in that bar for some convention it was Did fun. You? like oh wow yeah nice. yeah yeah, there's a little stage over there that they can set yeah. up. So that's what you yeah. end up doing. It was like an open mic night kind of thing, but they had something you like that. There. Yeah, I got up and ah. sang a couple songs or something. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, funny. cool. So anyway, that's the Star Trek experience. Well, I'm glad that you were there. You were the only one, there? the only regular series regular to be at that closing. And right. here you are for our sure. closing. I, episodes, I, well, so. I am here. I am always at the closings, <laughs> I guess. And you are here too, Robbie McNeil. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hey, we just want everybody to know uh, about this last episode that Garrett and I uh, are recording this a bit early because we uh, just in case want to make sure that we get our episodes recorded before a potential strike. I hope it doesn't happen. But in case it does, uh, we want to. We're so close to the end. We want to have all our episodes recorded, so we're recording this a little bit early. Right now, we're going to go watch the episode. We are, and we'll be back to uh, give you our thoughts. We oh. have completed the entire series. It's not how I remembered it. I remember. No, I neither. remembered it being much more action, but all the action happens at the very, very, very end. It's like the last yeah. two minutes of the whole. Yeah. Thing. Other than that, it's mo it moves fairly slowly. I, to be honest, really, I, I really felt, liked it. I, I, it's funny because you had mentioned you your memory. You like part one better than part two. Yeah, you like and part then, two better than part one. I like part two better than part one. Yeah. I, I don't think part two is as bad as I had it in my mind for the last couple few decades, you know, so I, no, I really, I, I'm, I, I thought it. it was a good, yeah, I thought it was a good part two. I do. I agree. And okay. it's funny, my memory of the finale episode, two-parter, was that we got home and then we jumped forward in time. That's why I've always been critical. I'm like, oh, and then at the end, they just skip everything and we go, that's not at all how it happened. No. The forward in time was all in part one right it was the first thing and we yeah. never go forward in time at the end we no. literally finish we stay in, with the we moment stay in our time yes wow. we, the whole episode by the way yeah i i yeah. realized after i watched it i was like oh maybe one reason i liked part two better was it's all one timeline even though future janeway is now in our timeline yeah. we don't jump to the other timeline anymore and that was right. a little bit tricky in the part one for me but anyway let's let's start yeah. with our poetry yeah yeah we let's have a poetry a synopsis for part two just like we did for part one so here's my haiku yes. for endgame part two here we go janeway briefs janeway game of chess with the borg queen homecoming at last mm. there we go mm. nice all right Let's hear this uh, limerick. It's kind of sad. That's your last limerick or your last. Uh, my uh, last haiku. haiku. Yeah, it's a little. I'm gonna. I'm crying. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it's your last haiku for the Voyager rewatch. You know what? We we're gonna do our 
what we wish season eight could have been, would have been. We're going to yeah. talk about that in a couple upcoming podcasts. And right. then we'll see where this podcast goes. Maybe there's more poetry in our future. I really hope so. I think there just, I think there might be. I think uh, that's all be. I'm going to say. I think there might be. I don't be know when. We will brief you on that as yeah. we as we have the, yes. that information, but never but you fear gotta, you for those of poetry. you. Yeah, but, but for those of you who are sitting around thinking, "Gosh, this is the very last episode of the Delta Flyers, and now what am I going to do with my life?" Well, never fear because we have, have a plan for you. Yeah, I, I hope they have something more to do with their life. Than they do, to but I'm podcast. saying this is for some people. This is a very big part of their lives, including it's a ourselves. Big part of our lives, you and I. Yeah. It's a huge part of our lives. So, yeah. and we've made. Many 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 friends along the way, and we Absolutely. have a lot of a lot of listeners. And Reconnected a lot of... with our crew, oh my our gosh. cast. Yes, yes, it's, it's just turned this into an been... institution practically. The yeah. Delta Flyers podcast. So, whatever yes. we can do to prolong this to keep this going, we will try our best. We're going to need a building, like in part one when they were at the Starfleet Communications <laughs> Headquarters. We're going to need a building with a giant carved out sign: "The Delta Flyers the Fly- Headquarters." That's wow. we are that much Is of that an institution. Okay, yes. why not? I'm We're going, an institution. I'm up for it. I'm okay, up for it. here's my limerick. Let's get some more poetry mm. in there. This is my last limerick for the Voyager story. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Through the Delta Quadrant, the Voyager did roam. Their adventures created quite a tome. And Admiral Janeway's surprise brings the Borg Queen's demise. And the Voyager crew finally makes it home. Oh, that's a good one. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I had to I had to try to wrap it up with yeah. a little like the this real, is the last. This is the yeah, you you kind of gave it a like this is a finality, a finality yeah. to that limerick uh uh recitation. So yeah. good job. Okay. Thank you. I do want to say we do have mm-hmm. a couple of other co-stars that we didn't talk about. So oh. for instance, Richard Sarstedt, which yes. is really cool. I did not realize that he had a line, but he had lines as an admiral at the very end. And Richard yep. Sarstedt, we know very well because he was Robert Beltran's main stand-in yep. uh, throughout the entire uh, show. So Chakotay stand-in was Richard Sarstedt, who yep. played the admiral. His very first credit, Robbie, was a 1987 episode of Falcon Crest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Falcon Crest, classic Falcon 80s primetime soap opera. Mm-hmm. It, yes. it's, it's absolutely amazing. It's interesting because if you go to IMDb and you type in Richard Starstedt, you get some basically some photos as well of, oh, really? of Richard Starstedt. <laughs> yes. Look at him. Oh, my gosh. That's Richard Starstedt. Oh my God. Oh and so, my God. Look at how cool he looks right here. He was like a James Dean kind of guy. Oh, yeah. There's a picture of like Leonard Nimoy Richard, in black and Richard white. Richard was an also a car. So, yeah. Richard was just, very handsome, even at, as, a, as an elderly. Ju- oh, yeah. Look look at this. He, look, look at him. Look oh at him. Oh, gosh. Look at Richard. He looks great. I mean, these are these are awesome shots. Those are awesome shots. He oh was, yeah, he was uh, Chicote's stand in for years. He yeah. also was an extra on our ship many times. Oh, many times. Which is, I will say this now. I was going to say it when we get to the scene. Yeah. It was a little confusing to me because we were in the Voyager regular timeline. He should not have been an officer. He was, oh. because we've established him as an extra. Oh, so they shouldn't member. have shown his, oh, you're right. But 
I'm so glad they gave him lines. Like to me, break the rules. Yeah. He can play an officer on, on earth at the same time that he should be on Voyager because he's such an awesome guy. Definitely. I love, I love that he, uh, he got some lines and he did oh, a great job. Too. Yeah. It was great. The other person who got a co-star credit was Joey Cicada. Joey, Joey oh, Cicada yeah. is one of our regular. Uh, and so his co-star credit was engineering ND. So in one scene where uh, Torres is talking about something like we need to get this stuff done. And she's talking to one person. It's Joey that's walking with her. And so that's yeah. why he got that credit. His very first, um, non-stunt credit is star trek voyager as the engineering nd in 2001 but he did do some stunts on a project called true vengeance in 1997 and also red corner where he did stunts so wow that's yeah but that's wow. our, our that's our joey joey our joey yeah anyway i just wanted to give okay. them a little bit of credit since they were also listed and i didn't talk about them so and part two was written by ken biller and bob doherty and yeah. good story so by biller right. rick yeah. berman and brandon braga same thing yeah. Same director. So, so we got all that. Yeah. yeah. So starting off at the very beginning, we have that exterior space shot of Voyager and mm -hmm. Admiral Janeway shuttle. And I guess it's perspective, but good Lord, Janeway shuttle looks like it's half the size of Voyager. And I'm like, that's a big shuttle, but I guess that's perspective. Yeah, it's, it's closer. It's, it's closer. closer. So it, it looks bigger. Yeah. Hey, but it's in it the foreground. Look, yeah. It, it looked the perspective was a little off. It was a little off. It didn't, okay. it didn't work for me. So. That's all right. But well, uh, we, we move to the transporter room. We right? go in the transporter room and there's a wide shot from behind the captain, Janeway, mm -hmm. as the Admiral beams in. And that right. very first shot, I immediately went, that's not Kate in the foreground. That's not her back. <laughs> well, now, what is it about thing. Kate Mulgrew Kate, when she, she walks? I can I can tell. Yeah, you can tell I don't by see her, her face. Mm -hmm. I can tell by her stance, her mm -hmm. body language. I was, and and by the way, in this episode, there are so many scenes with Kate playing scenes with herself that there were doubles in a lot of the scenes and they did great. But this is the very first one. I was like, yeah. oh, that's not Kate. Well, you, you know who, it, you do know who it was. Who right? was it? It's always Sue. It's always Sue. I don't know if it was always Sue. Are you sure one, about though. that? Because I recall Sue walking around with the Janeway wig on. Maybe. And I was like, hey, Sue. What are you doing? You look like wow. Janeway. I, so wow. I, I thought it was her, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, okay? it could so have been. I, I thought it was Sue Henley. So okay. Yeah. Well, okay. the the admiral does beam in. The captain says, "Welcome aboard." She looks at herself, uh, much older. The admiral says back, "It's good to be back." And then it cuts to Chakotay and Tuvok. You see their just, faces. They're they were just like blank face. It just made me laugh. <laughs> no, it was so funny. It was the most like, yeah. what the heck? It, it was a WTH, WTF kind of facial yeah, it was expression. Very, it was very It was funny. like a little head cock or something. Yeah. It was very funny. Just <laughs> very, very funny. Expressions. Oh, but gosh. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. We go in the ready room and yeah. here's a big long scene with uh, the Admiral and Janeway talking to herself. Yeah. They talk about coffee. Uh, Janeway offers some coffee in the beginning. Yeah. And the Admiral says, no, I gave that up years ago. I was I right. I drink tea now. That was the, yeah. Remember that? that we was talked the, about that. One. You said, like, that's all messed up. And I said, maybe she gave up coffee. And there we are. Yeah. She gave up so coffee. So this makes sense. She gave yeah. up coffee. I loved Kate's reaction as the captain in the foreground as she pours uh, <laughs> pours herself some coffee. When, when the Admiral says, no, I gave it up years ago. Yeah. Kate's reaction is like, Oh, that's horrible. She's got a great reaction. Oh, you? Yeah. Very, very funny. Good. This is an important scene because this is Admiral Janeway kind of convincing current Janeway, Captain Janeway, that she is 
who she is, first of yes. all, you know, because yes. there's there's a lot of questions here, basically. Yes. And uh, in essence, we learned that um, she's brought some technology, some very cool tech to help Temp- us get back yes. home. Yeah. Yeah. Temporal technology and mm-hmm. stuff to fight with the with the Borg. Just to go back to coffee for a minute. Yeah, sure. She talks about in Janeway's, you know, Admiral Janeway's timeline after this they had a battle with the Fendomar and the coffee cup was damaged. Oh, she says, there you go. my yeah. favorite coffee cup took a beating. And I was like, ah, that's, that's where it how was. it happened. Yeah. During that. I, but we never yeah. experienced that. That's no, a future never event. Yeah, it never no. happened. So that coffee cup should be perfect after the yes. end of this episode. Um, the other thing that's cool is that Voyager itself, the ship is a museum. <laughs> in that yeah. time in the timeline of uh, Admiral Janeway it's yeah. actually a museum which is pretty amazing that's very cool yeah but the admiral does talk about 3 days ago you you saw these neutrino emissions in a nebula and you thought it might be a way home well you were right that is a way home and you've got to bring voyager back to that neb- nebula and then the captain's like wait a minute that, that it was crawling with borg And she says, I've got technology, you can get past them. Anyway, she's got this technology to fight the Borg, which we've never been able to do. So that's a huge, from the future, that's a huge, you know, asset that suddenly we have a whole, whole new way to approach this. So and and who from part one was insistent on going back to the nebula? Harry Kim. Harry, Harry was, was right. the one. He tried yeah. to convince Tom. Tom didn't want to do it. Nobody wanted to do it. And the truth of the matter is that was the right move. Yeah. So. Janeway's still very skeptical. She talks about how great the future sounds where the Admiral's describing. You've got all these weapons to fight the Borg. you got ways to travel through these nebulas and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, the Admiral says, if you don't follow my lead here it's going to take you another 16 years to get home and there's going to be casualties along the way yeah you're going to lose people and when she says that the captain's very thrown yeah just a you know uh thoughtful you can see in kate's expression and then mm-hmm. and then the, the admiral says i know what you're thinking and janeway's like oh you're a telepath now yeah. it made me it made me laugh her reading of that line yeah it was great but uh she still is not 100% on board. So the Admiral says, look, take me to the doctor. He will prove that I am yeah. you from the future. That's right. Yeah. So we go into sick bay. The doctor and the captain are looking at a scan of her brain. Mm-hmm. They find this implanted microchip. Yeah. And he's the doctor says, uh, you know, there is Starfleet signature there. And then we cut over and there's the Admiral <laughs> who's listening to them. And she says, of course, I told you I'm who I say I am. Right. And then she says, this chip, you invented this chip, doctor, in the future. Yeah. And then suddenly the doctor's like, oh, really? Tell me about all this cool stuff I did. So it was very funny. He leaves the captain and goes over to hear about how awesome he is. His amazing inventions. Right. So, and we do learn it's a synaptic transceiver. And what that is, it allows the person who has a synaptic transceiver implanted into their brain, it allows them to pilot a vessel. Uh, that is equipped with a neural interface. So, it's, Which is it's like, like Alice, like the episode Tom Paris had with Alice. It was yeah. the neural interface. Mm-hmm. And I think they talk about that later. Yeah. I think when when Tom hears about it, he says something about Alice. But that that's cool that they're kind of pulling some of these older episodes together. Yeah. And then Seven walks in. And when Seven enters, the Admiral looks at her very warmly. 
Mm-hmm. And Seven is very suspicious. She gives her the stink eye. Seven. She does. Like there's, there's this long, stink eye going on. yeah, dramatic pause. The the admiral is because we're kind of guessing at this point that maybe Seven didn't survive, and you know, so the admiral hasn't seen Seven in years. So this is a emotionally filled moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but Seven comes in. And talks about the technology. She says, yes, a lot of it looks like it's built to defend against the Borg. Mm-hmm. And Danway says, can we put it on the ship? And Seven says, well, a lot of it's incompatible, but we can adapt the armor and weapons for sure. Okay. And yep. uh, Janeway thinks about it and says, okay, let's do it. Yeah. And then we go to this montage. outside space. Yes, oh, a montage. No. Yeah. But the first, yeah, montage over, over a captain's log. Yeah. The first shot is out in space with these spacesuit uh starfleeters oh, figures tiny yeah. <laughs> figures working on the hull and i thought it was so well done this was just at the time where cg was coming in yeah to our show in a good way that we were starting to get kind of confident so they those are little digital people yeah on the outside of the hull the shadows that they cast from the sun source or whatever yeah. is what really sold it to me but really yeah. cool we didn't do a lot of we didn't do any no. of this really on you think mojo was a part of that you think oh, mojo yeah. helped out with that oh yeah yeah i think so too yeah we see the outside of the ship getting the whole you know enhancements we see balana looking very pregnant working and in installing and engineering and then we see the captain on the bridge looking at herself and uh and over it this is all a montage over her captain's log but i thought in the in the moment where the admiral is talking to tuvok and chakotay at tuvok station Mm. kate said something but you couldn't hear it because it was the captain's log was over it yeah and they all laughed and i just wondered like what did kate say like they knew interesting they knew they weren't um she was pointing at something and they yeah, all they went, knew they oh. were mo they were mos at that yes. point right so what was it i wonder what she said <laughs> she if there's said. lip readers out there <laughs> let us know they should lip read what let she said because i'm sure they were being inappropriate probably knowing yeah. that it was not going the sound was not going to be used yeah um but well, i can funny. think about our like college and nfl coaches covering their mouths when they're saying the plays because they're afraid yes. that the other team has employed lip readers that are gonna know the play it's like i oh, wonder if she said or if she said something that was appropriate she might have kate was very responsible so she probably was yeah try, trying to behave herself but if it was you or so. me we or if been... it was ethan phillips something would have been coming out of that yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely we go to the cargo bay and seven comes in to regenerate begin yeah. regeneration cycle and yeah. as she starts we push in on her face yeah and suddenly we hear the board queen we hear the queen's <laughs> voice seven of nine tertiary adjunct of unimatrix zero one yeah and then seven looks across and suddenly she's not in the she sees the board queen right there yeah and so she's going kind of into her head and and the queen has brought her in the collective brought her over yes. to the to the board queen ship yes and i'm so going to say have... just to interject very quickly of all yeah. the actresses that have played because there's been more than one actress that board has queen. played the board queen i still got to say alice alice Krieg is still she's my so good. favorite oh my yeah. gosh i mean she she adds such nuance to that character you know what i'm saying and vulnerability I mean, like strength yes, with vulnerability strength with, see, that's know. that's what people don't understand that that is something that's very difficult to do to show strength and vulnerability at the same time it's not easy i yeah. think that's uh that's something yeah. that alice does 
um, in spades. She's so yeah. good in this role. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I interrupted. Well, so she starts talking to her, you know, why can't uh, old friends just talk? And yeah. uh, she says that uh, Voyager got a visitor from the future. And Seven responds. She says, well, you may be able to talk to me while I'm regenerating, but I'm no longer a drone. So I don't right. answer to you. Yeah. And I just thought, wait a minute, she can communicate while she's regenerating. Why can she talk to her all the time has this happened before or does she have to be in proximity or something i don't know it just was yeah, a, I new, don't, a new rule that i was like wait a minute yeah she's, she's been talking to the board queen while she regenerates but her link her link to the collective has been severed so she yes. does not have a link to the collective but maybe when she's in the regeneration cycle because of the tech that's involved in the actual um yeah you know, the regeneration the alcove that she's standing yeah. in. Maybe that is how the Borg Queen is able to, you know, get to her. But it is a little confusing. It's just like, it's really? a rule you... that I didn't know. I didn't know that she could talk to her. Yeah. But it's cool. It's yeah. very cool. We did have examples of that, Robbie, though. Remember when Unimatrix Zero, when her boyfriend was talking to her through yeah. her regeneration cycle, right? So that did happen yeah, there true. too. So we did see that once. Yeah. Before. It's cool. Yeah. The Queen says, you have always been my favorite seven, mm. which I thought was, that's mm. big news. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if Harry was going to, you know, hook up with I, the Borg Queen I, and she, now that she's reappeared. I, I was waiting I was for like, her to say, you've always been my favorite, but now I have a new favorite, Harry Kim. Harry something Kim. Like that. But yeah. She didn't do that. No, she didn't. The Queen does threaten her at the end of this conversation yeah. you know seven is defensive we're no threat to the collective we just want to get back to the alpha quadrant yeah and the queen says uh if you enter my nebula again i will destroy you yeah. and then she like makes the the regeneration alcove kind of spark and yeah and it overloads in some way we're back in the in the um in the cargo bay and seven collapses down on the on the on ground the and yeah. Yeah, very dramatic. The queen did say that she has no objection to the crew yeah, wanting get to turn home. the Just alpha. Stay yeah, away you from can get my home, nebula. but don't use my nebula. Yeah, you yeah. can't use my shortcut, but you can take the long way home. Yeah. The other 16, you know, however many more years that was, 16 more years. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So we're back in sick bay. The doctor's taking care of seven. He says that there was a low energy EM surge. And, uh, but she seems to be okay. Seven tells them it was the Borg queen. And she said that she would assimilate Voyager if we went back to that nebula. Right. And um, Janeway's like, why is that so important? So there's a little clue that something's there in that nebula right. that the queen does not want us to get into. The Admiral says that it doesn't matter. She says, the Admiral says it's not going to, uh, that the Borg queen would not be able to make good on her threat. And at that point, I'm thinking, why is Admiral Janeway so confident? Because she really is sitting there with, she's cool as a cucumber. Oh, yeah. And she's just like, nope. Yeah, whatever the board queen's going to do ain't going to work. And it's yeah. very, you know, so now as an audience member, you're wondering, what does Admiral Janeway have up her sleeve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says she ran into the board quite a few more times before they made it home. Right. So she's got this technology and tactic. She knows she can defeat them. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't be here today if if she couldn't. So right. Chainway says, okay, we'll go to the nebula, but stay at red alert because we're going to you know, need to scan for Borg while we head there. Yeah, We go into astrometrics and uh, Chakotay runs in to see Seven. And um, we have a nice soap opera scene here with... Love between Chakotay and Seven. 
so many love looks and smiles and just it's it's a lot were you going it's, ew were you still going i ew was kind of going yeah it's, it's it's not that i i don't think they could ever be a couple it's that there's just no setup for it not at all it's just it's like you know we like i said before we spent years developing the the tom and balana relationship and so when there are scenes about their connection it doesn't just feel like you know they want to jump each other's bones it's like tom yeah. and balana really feel like they've got they argue they they are vulnerable with each other they right. talk about work they talk about their right. lives they joke with each other yeah. it's you know Whereas this just feels like it's immediately out of nowhere. We've gone to, you know, oh, I can't take it's my too eyes quick. off of you. It's just it's really too quick. quick. You haven't shown us the backstory. You haven't yeah. shown us why you two matter to each other. Yeah. You know, it's like a, this is like a bubblegum relationship. It's like, what's, you know, this is like a little puppy love thing. And it's, and I, and it's a little bit annoying. You're right. It's sort of like, oh, and I, this again. Yeah. I do like, by the way, what, what the scenes bring out in seven in a way that she softens she's she's got emotional nuance and yes, things that, that in is, these that scenes is, yes. that's really great i just wish i knew how why she's softening why he is the one that's why did he connected. unlock yes why yeah, did he how did he do key? that i what wish we could do because then we'd buy it yeah. We buy this relationship. Totally we buy, buy the it. little looks of like, gosh, I can't, I can't spend a minute apart from you, kind of thing going yeah. on. And we would buy that, but yeah. we don't know. We don't yeah. understand it. Okay, yeah. moving on. Anyway, so they have a nice scene where they actually, you know, they have this love looks and smiles at the beginning. It's all very passionate, and then they're like, no, we got to stay professional. And then they start calling each other. Like uh, uh, Seven says, there's no Borg activity within ten years. And Chicote's like, well, that's good news, crewman. So he starts calling her crewman, crewman. <laughs> and she's saying, yes, sir, no, sir. It's very formal. Yeah. <laughs> and it ends with him saying, you know, whatever happens here, I, I want to make sure I'm in transporter range of you. Right. They about when they get back to Earth, like, what are your yeah, plans? Yeah, when they get back thing. to Earth, mm-hmm. okay. he wants to be close to her. So it's a cute scene. It it's is. Cute. It is. There's some fun stuff. All right, we move uh, on to engineering, and I have to ask you a question. Isn't this yes. where Joey Sakata is walking next to Torres? Yeah, I think Torres it is. goes, I don't want this whole system crashing because of one faulty relay. Install new ones. But I don't remember Joey saying, yes, ma'am. Does he I, speak? I think he did, or he they did? may have loop grouped him. I think there they was... loop grouped him because I didn't I didn't see his mouth move, and I don't remember. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, and then she calls to someone else. So she's she, Bolana is putting all this uh, tech in that that yeah. Admiral Janeway brought from the future, and Paris comes in. Yeah, and and he says, "Hey, Bolana," and her immediate response is, "Shouldn't you be on the bridge? Like, why aren't you supposed to be working?" And I thought to myself, "This is a real relationship." Off of that last scene <laughs> yeah. that was just so yeah, love you. I was like, you "Oh, know? this is what real couples do." Oh yeah, what, why are you calling me now? Aren't I, you working? Yes. And it's funny that they put these scenes back to back because it yes. now it shows the audience like, yes, we do believe in Paris and Torres. We don't yes. believe in Chicote and Seven. Yes. They actually made it even more evident by doing this back to back scene. So, you know, they kind of they kind of shot themselves in their own foot. <laughs> the yeah. writers did on that one. It was a fun contrast of an older relationship <laughs> or a deeper, yeah. you know, long term relationship and then the puppy love of of new love. But <laughs> right. very funny. He, yeah. He uh, follows her around. Also, I want to say Alan Craker did a beautiful job in this scene because it is a wonder. 
Like it's a long. Oh yeah, you're it right. Brings her over, then it turns Start, around. So starting sees, with Joey, starting with starting Joey with at the Joey, runner, all the way she, over, all oh. the way over. She goes down to talk to somebody working under a console. Yeah, re- reveals Tom coming in. Right. We, le- we lead them all the way around the warp core in a 360. Yeah. And when you do these kind of scenes, I think Picardo mentioned this when we had him on the show. You have to get everything right. There's no yeah. cuts in here. So yeah. the dialogue has to be the right pace, the right lines, the right focus for the camera operators. There's a yeah. lot of elements going on. And this 360 with all this movement uh, and Tom coming in and the two of them on the walk and talk all around the warp core was great. Really well done yeah. by Alan Craker. Yeah. And I love his joke when he's Tom's joke, when he says, Oh, I could offer to give you a massage, but then, everybody would want one that made me laugh <laughs> yeah. that made me laugh yeah it was a good scene that although do you think it was proper for you to actually kiss her on the job though i thought that was a little, oh i was like uh-oh like, but they're talking about the baby at that point i, I and... get it but you guys are in a you're still in the work i mean you're still in engineering we're in, you're we're not kind in, of in the back aren't we didn't we are walk all the way around we're okay coming... i guess I, don't know. I just don't recall you guys ever kissing on the job before you know what i'm saying on the bridge yeah. or anywhere so to me that was a little odd i didn't understand i did I like this exchange at the end it was very tender and sweet we oh, did it's very did, tender yeah did get into coverage there in a nice way there's a nice kiss at the end not a chance yeah. he says you know she, she says oh you fly boys are all the same you'll be take the you'll take the first piloting assignment back home that comes along and leave me to deal with a baby and he says not a chance gives her a kiss and then when I pulled back, I noticed that there was a shadow and I moved over to clear her light. And those are the little things like as the as the audience, you don't notice when the key light is behind you and, you know, you're shadowing the other actor to be able to. I was just impressed with myself. I was like, oh, look at me moving over to clear her light. It was <laughs> That's because we work together a lot. Yeah, and also because you're the true professional. You're able to clear that light. And that's, I work that's with a, a- I work with a lot of actors yeah. as a director who are not as familiar with some of the technical stuff. Definitely. And that's one of the most common problems oh, is, you know, gotta, actors are getting in tight with each other for, yeah. for a scene yeah. and they don't realize they're, they're shadowing. Blocking, they're shadowing the other actor's key light. And it's, it's so, Oh my God. It's so annoying because Robbie, we see it all the time in yeah. finished projects that, that they air yeah. on streaming platforms or anywhere that you actually see the, yeah other actor completely blocking out the light of the other one and it's dark and yeah. it's the only it's the only take they have so they got to use it yeah. right so they're like yeah. they're up the creek i was happy that i cleared her light that was one of one of my favorite things it's like the time when i when you were sweating on the side of your face away from camera i thought That's that was like, very very very, very professional. professional of you thank you <laughs> we go out to space we see the nebula again uh voyagers approaching the nebula and on the bridge uh jane calls it uh, to torres deploy the armor we go back to space and we see that armor from the future unfold around the entire ship which is super cool super cool and then we pull back from a monitor we realize it's the queen's monitor that she's watching this happen intent yes and she fires as the armor is just finishing uh you know wrapping around the ship mm-hmm. the cube the queen fires at the uh at the ship and tuvok says it's working yeah the uh, armor's integrity is 97%. So it seems pretty like good. This is yeah. Very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cube continues to um, fire at Voyager, but it's doing okay. Uh, three cubes are now out there and they're all firing, but it's, it's the shields are holding. And, but we do start to lose integrity. 
yeah. the armor's going down to 50%, down to 40%. Yeah. Um, Jamie says, okay, let's attack them then if they're going to keep firing at us. Right. She says, target the lead cube, fire the transphasic torpedo. Transphasic torpedo. So basically, they what they what they did, Robbie, was they modified with future technology one of our existing photon torpedoes that does not exist. Exists, what happened? Yes, yes. <laughs> we we have new torpedoes called transphasic torpedoes, which yes. is cool because they're very effective. Like one torpedo oh my basically gosh. blows the entire cube up. It's like bye bye cube. Yes, the cube the cube blows up. Jamie yeah. says target the second cube. The queen is watching as her cubes are getting blown up one two and then the third one decides to take off yeah and uh so it breaks off and the cube exits leaves yeah. and um chicote says uh distance to the center of the nebula uh seven says less than one hundred thousand kilometers so we're heading right into that nebula we arrive we cut out to space and we see this like spider webby kind of thing inside the nebula yeah never seen it before no Janeway says what the hell is that but the admiral says alter course mr paris to enter the aperture at coordinates three four six by four two so admiral just says go 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 get go inside it jim was like wait a minute i asked you a question what is that thing mm-hmm. and the admiral says it's a road home and seven says that's it's not just a road home it's a trans warp hub oh, so this is yeah. a major borg asset that they can use Mm -hmm. and uh, Janeway says um, that seven said there were only six of them in the entire galaxy yeah and so this is a really important thing Uh, Janeway wants more information but the admiral says let's just get back to the alpha quadrant and Janeway thinks and she says nope let's turn around take us out of the nebula yeah everyone's confused Paris is like very captain she says you heard me out of here and Admiral, the Admiral tries yeah. to order Paris to go into the uh, aperture. But Janeway says, no way. This is my bridge. Yeah. And I'll have you removed if I have to take us out of this this nebula. That is so funny, though. I just the, the Admiral removing, Captain removing herself from the bridge. It's just that whole concept, that idea is just funny to me. It's yeah. just like, I'll remove and, you, which and is the me. rank. She's, the she outranks <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah. Me, the cat, the lowly captain is going to order you, the future admiral, off the bridge. Yeah. I'm going to take you, And which is I me. was at this point in the story, I was so confused. I'm like, why is she doing this? I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, it's a little confusing. But we get an explanation, right? Yes. In Astrometrics Lab, in the next scene. Yeah. Yeah. Seven explains this. This hub connects with thousands of conduits with endpoints all over the four quadrants. It allows the Borg to deploy vessels anywhere they want in the galaxy within minutes. So this is this huge tactical uh, hub for them. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Janeway basically says, all right, well, how do we destroy it? And I was like, oh, that's why she didn't want to go home. She wants to take out the board's ability to 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 even come to earth yeah Yeah, to jump out to where we're at yeah and i did notice in this scene i started noticing a pattern admiral janeway is always standing off to the side away from the captain another because you had kate playing both roles you you had to stage it in a way you know you couldn't do every scene with them right next to each other because you'd have vis effects and split screens and all kinds of things so Yep. So they staged her again off to the side, sitting by herself. Sure. But she says it's a waste of time. You know, you try to destroy this thing and she's just going to adapt. 
and you might get rid of one or two, but you're never going to destroy the whole thing. You're yeah. never going to, you know, blow one up and have the whole thing, you know, collapse. You won't have enough time to do it. Yeah. And and also that the, the structure itself, is, it's shielded. So yeah. it's, it's not, you know, it's not easy to take the whole thing down. Yeah. 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 So the admirals in this scene is like, you know, you might get rid of one or two things, but you're not going to destroy it all. So let's just go back home. Let's just go back, enter this nebula. And uh, Janeway's like, you know what? We're going to find a way to destroy it. You take a walk with me. And yeah. you've got Janeway and the Admiral <laughs> on a walk and talk. Oh, my Kate God. Doing a walk and talk with herself. With herself. I don't know how they did it. I, I honestly don't. Yeah. It was a very tricky scene to shoot with the two of them. It looks great. It looks yeah. wonderful. But I will say this. I feel that this is probably the biggest episode for Kate Mulgrew on the entire show in terms of yeah. her time commitment of having to get back into makeup to look like Admiral Janeway. And huge. To, oh my goodness. I can't even imagine how many hours. And double shooting in. scenes. She'd oh, shoot half God. the scene yeah. one day and then come back the next day and make up and shoot the uh, other half. She earned her salary every cent on this episode right here. Yeah. Right here. But Janeway argues that if we could, you know, cripple the Borg by destroying some of this, even we could yeah. save millions of lives. Right. And, right. And the admiral's like, you know, you're, this isn't a goodwill mission. This is, you know, I came here to get you home and you're not going to get home if you try to fight the Borg. Right. There is a moment where they're walking the two of them and they come into a two shot beautifully done. The profile shot looks great as they walk up into this, you know, standoff with the two of them. And Janeway basically says, you know, you know, you're being cynical and we can do this. And, right. uh, and uh, I hope I never become as cynical as you, yeah. which is uh, which is interesting. The biggest part of the conversation when the Admiral goes to Janeway's leadership and how she is responsible basically for trapping them all in the, the Delta, Delta Quadrant, mm-hmm. that she put other people's lives ahead of her crew, and now they're all stranded and and the admiral's basically saying don't don't make that mistake again don't put other people's lives ahead of your crew take, take care of your crew go home captain Janeway says look you got voyager home which means that i your younger self will also do the same thing so if it takes a few more years then that's just fine but before she finishes her line admiral Janeway pulls the ace out of the uh, yeah. out of the hole which is seven of nine is going to die so that was that was the huge news that she yeah. pulled out. This stops Janeway in her tracks. Absolutely. Um, she, yeah. doesn't, she has no clue that this is going to happen. Admiral Janeway says three years from now, injured on an away mission, she'll make it back to Voyager, and then she will die in the arms of her husband. So now we learn that Seven of Nine and the Admiral's timeline becomes the wife of Chakotay, and that Chakotay will never be the same after Seven's death, and neither yeah. will you captain janeway so yeah. and then janeway's like okay well if i know this then now i can avoid it but uh admiral janeway's like no just not only seven there's another 22 crew members basically and we're then, gonna die yeah yeah so she starts just, giving her huge, the facts you want to yeah. stick around here people are gonna die right and i love in that two shot when kate as the captain walks behind uh, the, the admiral, admiral yeah. it's beautifully done because it it's it's got to be a split screen with yeah. rotoscoping going on it's a te- yeah. technically a tricky shot but it totally feels like kate is in both of those roles oh, in yeah. one shot yeah. yeah really well done very seamless and the final thing she says she talks about tuvok and his his neurological his condition, condition. Yeah. 
and it's going to get worse. But if you go back now, you can you can fix him. Yeah, there's a cure and in the alpha there's quadrant. There's a cure, yeah. but he's got to go now. He can't. Yeah. It'll be too late if you right. if you um, you know walk away from this opportunity. So yeah. loaded scene. She Huge. spills a lot of beans, and we go to the ready room. Janeway is talking to Tuvok. He appreciates her concern, but uh, he says, "I'm fine. Don't do this for me." Yeah, and the doctor's managing I, my condition. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did notice that Tim didn't look at Kate during this scene. He was sitting down. She's kind of pacing around and standing up. You could tell that he's torn. He's saying, "You know, don't do this for me," but you can tell how worried he is about his right. condition. Yes. That it's very serious. Yes, it's called fall torvo, and the condition is not fall torvo. The way to fix it is called fall torvo. Mm. And that's a mind meld with another Vulcan that um, that is uh, compatible. And there's mm. no one here on the ship that can do it. But if they went home, his family members could do it for him. So yeah, but um, isn't the there's also a drug that will help him too, right? The experimental drug. That's what I thought. That so he's talking about Falterovo, which is a Vulcan ritual or something yes. to help him. That um, that will fix him. What? No, that will fix him. But he, no, but what's, he has what about to the medication, it, though? In you remember the, the Promex? Yeah, the Promexilene. She goes. Remember when Janeway goes to the doctor in part one? She goes, "I need yes. uh, a thousand cc's of Promexilene or whatever, and I need it by tomorrow." So I thought that was what she no. was going to give to. What is that for then? See, that's, that's what I'm for confused her about. trip or something. That's for oh, her to go to, to, to her temporal her time jump, maybe. I yeah, the know. only way Tuvok can get fixed is to go is back and mind meld now. Another Vulcan. If okay. he waits too long, there is no fixing it. Got you. I do love that Tuvok in this scene at the end quotes Spock. Yes. He says to quote Ambassador Spock, yeah. the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Mm-hmm. I love that, that we, yeah. you know, in this final episode, we're bringing in such mythology. TOS, from yeah, theories. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, next, we're in the cargo bay. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Seven has been told the truth by the Admiral. That she will die. And uh, Seven is thrown. You can see it mm-hmm. in, in Jerry's performance. She does a great job. You know, the Admiral saying, just tell your captain that, you know, the cost is too high. You're going to die. And yeah. Seven's like, no, I can't. I can't. Can't do it. I, I won't disobey Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and and she does. Seven's logic about it is, well, now that I know that the consequences in the future, they're no longer a certainty. Maybe I can change it, you know. Right. Um, but even if they were a certainty that my death would be a small price to pay mm-hmm. for the destruction of this entire network. So Seven's on board with Captain Janeway. And even though she knows she may die, you know, she's willing to follow her captain. So the Admiral is not getting anywhere. Even the Admiral even tries, you know, she talks about people who love you, you know, your colleagues, your friend, people who love you. Mm-hmm. Imagine the impact that your death is going to have on them. And uh, Seven, that that does throw Seven a bit because then she's like, uh, you know what, I've got work to do. And she leaves. And then we go to the briefing room with all of us. I think this is the last scene that we shot where all of us were together. You I mean including might... Seven and everyone? Yeah, I think so. Mm. so you're not, counting the, you're not counting the bridge scene? Because the very final scene that we filmed of the entire, that I remember was the bridge scene. That was oh, the maybe it was. last, last, last scene. This briefing room scene was not the very Well, this is the final briefing room scene. Then it is the final briefing room scene. It's a big yeah. scene because it's got Harry's speech in it. So that's got a big, big speech from Harry. Yeah. The other thing I noticed in the scene, we all have our coffee mugs. Yeah. And 
I remembered reminded me, I know when we were filming the scene that Beltran and I were playing that stupid game with the coffee mugs where we, we like try to make each other laugh with doing weird action with coffee mugs, like smelling the coffee mm, or, you know, drinking it and or starting to drink it and then and then oh, not drinking it, not right? Drinking like it. coming up and then bring it down. Yeah, you and two goofballs. Ethan, Ethan Phillips did it first in some briefing room scene a ways back, but Beltran and I kept it going. And I Tim Russ would not participate. You would not participate. But Beltran and I, I remember, and we might have done it in this scene. It's not in the cut, but I when I saw the scene, I was like, I think. Cause I remember Alan being there and him going, come on guys, stop it. <laughs> we kept doing these weird things with the mug. So I kept looking for something. I think Beltran sort of looked at me and smiled in, in the cut at one point, but we, none of our business is in the scene, but I wish it was, it was fun. It was a fun game. Okay. So I actually, I actually memorized this line for some of my cameos actually. Oh, you do? I think it's safe to say that no one is more obsessed with getting home than I have. And, uh, but when I think about everything that we've been through, maybe it's not the destination that matters. Maybe it's the journey. And if that journey takes a little bit more time, uh, wait, no, no. If that journey takes a little longer so we can do something that we all believe in, then I, there's no place that I'd rather be or any people that I'd rather be with. And then I thought I said to the journey at the end, but actually you say to the journey after I say that speech. You, yes. Yeah. So you add that on. Good job on that speech, by the way. It was a yeah. really, really well done speech, well written speech. Most and, definitely. And Craker, as usual, stages things really, really well. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad I had the coffee cup while we were filming because I'm sure it made me laugh. Sure I have to go back and watch. Are you, can you it's see not any in of that the in cut? There? Oh, dang it. It's that, no, because Craker, wanna... Alan kept getting mad at us. I remember we were filming. Oh. He's like, stop it. So he knew uh, you then, guys were goofing off. Yeah, yeah. I, my gosh, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I would be so mad at actors now that I'm a director. And, yeah. If they know. did that to you, you'd be like, dude, stop it. Let's just get, yeah. let's get through the day. <laughs> but we do to the journey. We've got this moment. It's, it's basically a scene where we're behind, yeah. you know, we're behind the captain and we'll take longer if that's what it takes. Everyone that's agrees. Right. We go into the mess hall and the Admiral orders uh coffee coffee <laughs> and captain's like i thought you gave it up and uh admiral says well i've decided to revive a few of my old habits yay coffee yay, <laughs> yay coffee and the admiral realizes you know i forgot how much the crew loved you and yeah. they love being together it's a very sweet scene right you know this is your crew not mine and um the admiral kind of accepts her decision and so she suggests she says look Maybe, uh, you know, if I help you with your decision, with your mission, the way you want to do things, we can have better odds. Yeah. And then Janeway takes a step further. She's like, well, wait a minute. Maybe there's a way we can have both. Yeah. We can have what I want and, and what, what your plan you is, yeah. get us home yeah. and damage this thing. Great. A two for one. Yeah. And the Admiral says, well, there may be a way, but it's very risky. Yeah. And uh, Jamie says, well, let's talk about it. And then the Admiral finishes with uh, the coffee. She goes, you know, I don't know why I ever gave this up. <laughs> Yay, coffee. Yay, coffee. Yeah. So many two handers with Kate and herself, by the way. It's just this was a point in watching the show. I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, a lot of two handers. And and by two handers, I mean, 
scenes with only two characters and Kate was playing both sides of it. Yeah. And I do remember when I finished and maybe it was on the bridge, the last scene that I did before I left, Kate said something to me like, you know, I'm really sad because I have to work like another couple of days or something. And it's just me. There's, you guys are all done and all I've good. still got a couple yeah. of days of work and I'm, yeah. it's just me and the crew. Yeah. And so she must have shot a lot of these scenes after we had all been wrapped. Yep. Like Most this definitely. scene, I would guess. This yeah. scene in Mess Hall, I bet she shot was, after yep. we were all gone, which mm-hmm. is very sad. Like, it's very that sad. She finished alone, you know. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Anyway, we go into Admiral Janeway's shuttle. The captain enters. They basically have come up with a plan. We don't know what it is, but Janeway gives her a hypospray, some kind of hypospray injection. What was that? I don't know. Is that I the virus? Vi- like is, vi- is, is that the virus? Maybe that's the the or something. Yeah, but, or whatever. Right? Maybe it's like, that medicine you were talking may- about. Maybe. Maybe that's maybe. what she... Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what it was, but it was something to help her... It was, it, maybe it was the nanopro that, you know, because later on, well, we'll get there, but yeah. later on when she's being uh, assimilated, yeah. she's able to use that to do something. So maybe this is well, using some seven technology and some of her future technology and coming up with a way that's going to help her trick the board queen or infect. It's, it must be the infection that yeah, the board queen dies from. Basically the Admiral is the Trojan horse. Okay. Yes. So she brings in the, the, the virus the contaminant, whatever. whatever it is yes. that, yeah, that brings down the collective. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's what it was, uh, what was in there. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We go out to space. We see the Admiral fly her shuttle into the nebula and into this transwarp hub. Yeah. We're back in astrometrics seven and uh, Chakotay, uh, but this time it's not all lovey-dovey romantic. No. Seven is Seven's, very professional. She's cold as ice. And they have a bit of an argument. You know, she's like, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. She's being very professional. Um, she's not joking. She's not sweet. Chakotay gets loud in this. Scene. He gets loud. He gets mad. Yeah, like, what? Yeah. what's going on? Yeah. You know, like, we're, gonna... we're, we're on intimate terms. We're, yeah. you know, and, and she says, no, not anymore. We're not on with intimate terms. And I, he doesn't like, want, yeah. He doesn't want the Nookie train to stop, and she's like, "No, it's it's done. This train is not. We're done further." Yeah, and I was like, "Whiplash." I mean, Chicote probably felt like whiplash. Like, yes. wait a minute, what? You just <laughs> loved me in the last scene, and now, so he demands to know why, and she basically <laughs> says, "We both have dangerous jobs, and it's best that we don't have an emotional attachment with each other because one of us because, could get hurt or seriously injured or worse," is what she said. So, yeah, or worse. Yeah. So Chakotay ends the scene with, you know what, being in a relationship involves risk and nobody can guarantee what's going to happen. But, you know, I know that if we stick together, it's going to, our lives are going to be better no matter what happens in the future. His final line, he says, if you think I'm going to let you end this because of what might happen, then you need to get to know me a little better. And I thought the whole audience would have liked to have got to know your relationship a little better. Like yes, we don't we know, all would have. we don't know what's going on here. He also was very handsy with her. Like he grabs he, her and yeah. turns her around. <laughs> yeah, and it's like what? He's like very, very handsy in the scene. Yeah, not my favorite scene. Okay, yeah, yeah. not my favorite story. But story. anyway, okay. Moving on to sick bay. We're in sick bay, and Torres is in labor. 
And I love how angry she is yeah. in labor, she, yelling gonna, at the doctor. She's going to rip his holographic head off. When she screamed that, I was laughing my butt off. This seems very funny to me. Yes. And it's not a false alarm. We realize uh, yeah, it's the real this deal. is really happening. But uh, I also love that Paris made a bet. And yeah, in the, yeah. In he the... joined the pool that Harry started. He's like, I might actually win when Paris says that. I started yeah. laughing again. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> yeah, he picked 1500 hours. It's I picked today. I could you win did. this. You did. And she's like, great. I'm glad I could accommodate you. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, Janeway calls. She's like, we need you on the bridge. He's about to say, I can't come because Balan is having the baby, but Tora says, no, you need to go. And if we're going to succeed, we need our best pilot to helm. So get down there. And he says, on my way. I love how he sort of gives her a kiss. He kind of gives the baby, puts his hand on the belly. It was yeah. very sweet. Yeah. And then it's Taurus sweet. Is, it's very sweet. And he goes to fly the ship and she says, okay, let's do this. Let's get the show on the road. So okay, let me ask you. Baby's on the way. Yes. Did you notice there's a theme in this episode with Torres and you? She calls you Flyboy over yeah, and over. over. And over. She never called you Flyboy before that. It's almost no. like it's like that's that would be something that she would call you in the beginning of your relationship. You know, yeah. it's sort of like, hey, Flyboy. And all of a sudden it comes out now in the very final episode. And she's never used that term of affection or that nickname for you no, for the entire really. time. So that was a little bit inconsistent. It was either Bob Doherty or Ken Biller got that in their head. And they were like, this is what, what I want to throw in there. Yeah. And they did it a few times. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of that whole, you remember that one time where Chakotay is talking to Janeway and he goes, you did it again. She's like, what are you talking about? It's like, you're tell you always touch your whatever. And it's like, yeah. uh, no, she doesn't. She never <laughs> touches that thing. She just did it for this episode because yeah. the writers thought that she had that little quirk. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's the same thing with fly, fly boy for boy. me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next we're in the board queen's chamber and she realizes that Voyager has altered course. She hears the Admiral's voice. Hmm. I don't know how you do it. All these voices talking at once. You must get terrible headaches if you're calling drones to assimilate me. Don't bother. And the queen's the queen says she doesn't need drones to assimilate her. Yeah, she shoots tubules at Janeway's yes. neck, Admiral Janeway's yes. neck. But guess what? She's not there. This is not. Uh, yes, this is not the real uh, Admiral Janeway. Janeway is only in the mind of yes. the queen and i love how she says i'm not actually here your majesty <laughs> i'm in your so mind she's kind of doing a, a queen game yeah like that's normally what the queen, the queen is in does the power yes position. yes and it's the synaptic interface is what admiral janeway is using and then uh she said don't waste your time trying to trace this signal and i do love that the synaptic interface is kind of the same thing as alice so it's technology that janeway used from her yeah. experience and, yeah. and and those things in yeah. the future she took yeah. that and and developed the synaptic interface so it's very yes. I, I love that it's very I like cool it too i do like this whole scene where the admiral clearly has the upper hand right the queen is sort of running away from the the admiral like mm. we're in the you know we're in the board queen's lair but she's on the defensive she's kind of she's nervous she's you know running around uh but the admiral's telling her you know the captain janeway is determined to bring down your hub and destroy your transwarp network so she's basically spilling the beans it appears here yeah and she's pretending like i don't want her to do that but you know janeway she's really stubborn and you know if she wants to destroy your thing 
and she's got transphasic torpedoes she tells her and the yeah. queen's again very defensive well we'll adapt we'll figure this out then the admiral says the way you can help me get Janeway to do what I want to go back to to the Alpha Quadrant is just tractor Voyager right and then drag them back to the Alpha Quadrant yeah and and basically she says that if you do that I'm going to tell you how to adapt to those transphasic torpedoes now before they cause massive damage before yeah. you can adapt to them so yeah this is the deal just tractor Voyager drag them back to the Alpha Quadrant yeah drag them back and I'll give you the technology and so yeah. it's a win-win that's yeah. what she's saying right now. So basically the admiral is saying, you know, I'm trying to help them save them from themselves. You know, that they're they're the crew is all blinded by their loyalty. They want to, you know, follow their captain and try to fight you and destroy you, but right. tractor them back, get them back there and uh then I'll give you this technology. But the queen's not happy with that. She says I need more than that. So Admiral Janeway says, well, "What do you want?" The queen says, other than the knowledge of the technology to, you know, uh, battle the transphasic torpedoes, I want your vessel and its entire yeah. database. That's what she wants. The yeah. she wants the shuttle, basically, right? And she yeah. wants the database and the shuttle, which comes from basically thirty six years in the future. So there's yeah. a lot of information that that shuttle has. Yeah. yeah, and 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 the admiral says, "Fine, I'll give it to you." Just after Voyager goes back, and uh, the queen says, "Well, how do I know you're not lying?" And admiral says, "Well." You're just going to have to trust me. Hmm. And that's when the queen says, oh, you underestimate me. I don't need to trust you. While we've been talking, we've triangulated your signal. <laughs> and so they know where she is. <sighs> and, and Admiral Janeway back on the shuttle says, computer, deactivate the interface, deploy armor. And she starts to deploy the armor. But she's not been, fast enough. been busted. Exactly. Oh. They realized that the ship was literally cloaked right outside of her unicomplex. Yeah. And the Janeway has beamed over onto the the Queen's cube. And so now she really is here. It's not yeah. the, the neural interface. Mm -hmm. And that's when the Queen starts to inject her, to assimilate her, inject yeah. her with, uh, you know, Borg nanoprobes. Yeah. This looks bad. And the queen even says, we don't even need words to understand each other now. So she's being assimilated yep. by the queen. This does not look good. It looks like her Admiral Janeway's plan is falling apart at this right. point. Right. Back on the Voyager, the Voyager. Yeah. You hear me say, I the heard Voyager. it. I heard oh, it. Voyage. Uh, Janeway says on Voyager, take us inside the Transwarp Hub. And Paris is I captain. Mm -hmm. So they're heading inside this transwarp hub back on the queen's ship the collective voice says voyager has entered aperture eight two three by the way who does this voice of the collective i was thinking that in this episode was it is it loop group that does it that's a really good question because it's the same voice Ooh. we always hear yeah well you know who would know that is like, steve welke yeah we should talk to Steve Wilkie. Maybe we will next week. Yeah, we'll talk to him next week. We'll see. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, but any of Braga would know that. So would, um, yeah, I wonder who so it was. Cause it feels like it's the same voice in the movies and our show. Yeah. Like, like when we, when you watch first contact, it's the same voice as the yeah. one they use here. And then yeah. for every time we hear the Borg, because uh, it's the same guy the or collective, group. It's the, it's that collective, the voice. collective voice, which has yes. multiple voice together. Corridor right? nine Voyager, you yeah. like all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah, thought about yeah. that in this scene, but this is the beginnings of, of the queen sort of kind of you know feeling she gets it, like an electric right? shock at yeah, first goes, yes and then she's just she's kind of debilitated it for a second it yeah. seems like yeah. and then um she has to hold on to something because she's about to fall over like now we know something weird is happening yeah um and i love admiral g <laughs> admiral Janeway's comment instead of saying must be something you ate she goes must be something you assimilated like yes that. it's very funny <laughs> it's, like, it's like the queen's like what Wait, 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 wait. What did you do? And the Admiral was like, I thought we didn't need words to understand each other. So everything that the Queen said to Janeway, Admiral Janeway, Admiral Janeway just kind of dishes up and serves right back at her. Right. Yeah. Um, but the Queen realizes that they have been infected by a neurolytic pathogen. Yes. And this this is the Trojan horse effect when uh, yes. Admiral Janeway played this chess game. So Janeway knew, Admiral Janeway knew that she would eventually be triangulated her position, that she would be beamed over. She yeah. wanted to be beamed over to be assimilated by the board. So queen. she could spread, so this, this, yeah, pathogen. She could spread this pathogen. Yes. So yep. Smart cookie. That Very Admiral smart. Janeway. Mm-hmm. Back on Voyager, back on the Voyager. Seven says it looks like the Admiral's plan succeeded. The conduit shielding is destabilizing. Janeway orders three torpedoes to be shot uh, into uh, the the hub. Yeah. And back in the in the board queen's chamber, the queen says Voyager will be destroyed, but the Admiral says no. They're ahead of the shockwave. They're going to f- survive. Captain Janeway and I made sure of that. It's you who underestimate. Us. So I love that Admiral and Captain have this plan that's so well thought out. The Borg Queen's arm starts coming, like she's it's coming mouth, apart. It's, it's, no, well, it's spritzing. Alpha, and, it's, yeah. And, and I, then she I, pulls it off. Yes, because sort of like someone being bitten by a snake, the venom, yeah. like they're trying to cut pull, cut off that one appendage that has the poison in it. That's what she. I felt that she was doing. She's pulling it off that gross, one infected though. arm. She pulled off her arm and tossed yeah. it over and it kept it kept moving around it, kept, it was still moving on the ground yeah it was gross uh it was i really thought it gross. was cool i didn't think it was gross i thought that was cool but i just want to say i want to interrupt you right down i want to yeah. say that this whole infection this whole plan of admiral janeway yeah it's the same plan that won the day in independence day <laughs> the movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah, Jeff Goldblum comes up with let's go ahead and introduce a virus into the computer system of the aliens, and then all the ships will be brought, all their motherships will be will crash and be brought oh, down. So it's the message to every human being on this planet is if we are attacked by aliens, the only true way to repel them is to infect them with a virus or a pathogen. That's it. End of story. Got it. This is, Got it. So if anyone forgets that, remember this. This is the key. So that's all. Well, it seems to work because she's <laughs> she's fall, her arms falling off, her leg falls off, all this stuff, and then she dies basically, I, and we see the whole central complex explode. explode. Okay, my memories of of her dying was that she was following us in a cube or the sphere, and that 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 exploded, and she died in that one. I did not remember that she died from the virus inside her chamber she died in the chamber from the virus and we do see the whole complex sort of explode 
And my feelings at that moment were so sad because mm-hmm. Harry's love is dead. Sorry, Harry. <laughs> she died in the big explosion. We didn't Your... even go on our first date. I know. It was only email. It was so close. We it only knew so each close. other from telepathy and emails. I know. Ah. It's very sad for Harry. Oh, that moment. That's all I could think of. That could have been my true love. That could have been my soulmate. But yeah, yeah gone. She's right? gone. But she Thanks, did. Janeway. She did, she Thanks did, for <laughs> killing my love. But before before she dies, she does send that message to the sphere, though, right? That so, so yes. the, the sphere is now following Voyager. That's the only yep. Borg vessel that could hear her thoughts yep. when she started malfunctioning. So, mm-hmm. all right. We go to Starfleet Command, and Admiral Paris is there. Your daddy. With Richard Starstead and mm-hmm. Barkley and. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They're reading a transwarp aperture. Yep. Lesson like your uh, so uh, your your dad is like very nervous. He's like, I want every ship in range to converge on those well, coordinates. Because they think now. the Borg are coming. They're coming right through. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They think a giant army of Borg oh, is coming mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. So they've got their sights uh, set on that conduit. Sure yeah. That transwarp aperture. Yeah. And um, he's got everybody there. I did love that Richard Starch that was in the scene and he had lines. I oh, just thought God. he did a great job. I was so happy. I was so happy to see him. Do Me you too. remember that he did these lines? You don't I remember didn't that, do you? I remember before, but once I saw him, I was like, like oh, I remember when he talked about it, that he got oh, some lines. Oh, okay. It was good. a big deal. Meant a yeah, lot to him. Yeah, for sure. We go uh, to the bridge and uh, the sphere we see that the sphere is firing at Voyager. There's right. so many sparks on the bridge at this point. Yeah. I yeah. feel like this was the biggest battle spark sequence we ever had on the bridge. It was huge. Super sparky. Yep. They're trying to run from the sphere, but uh, it starts to tractor them. And uh, Paris says he can't stay ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Tuvok says the armor's failing. Chakotay is looking for this nearest, the nearest aperture to come out. Seven says uh, 30 seconds ahead. And it leads back to the Delta Quadrant. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) We're going to just loop back around. We all know this is the last episode. They knew it at the time. So we're not going to get stuck in the Alpha Quadrant again, are we? (laughs) But Janeway says, adjust your heading. Yeah. And uh, back at Starfleet Command, it says now they've got 18 ships in position, nine more on the way. They open a channel. The Admiral tells all the ships, use all necessary force whatever mm-hmm. you know comes through there yeah um fire at it blow that thing up yeah the sphere comes out first right i think yes yeah well it comes out the sphere comes out now we did see the sphere starting to tractor voyager so we know it had a tractor beam on voyager right and uh but all the Wait, all the no. starfleet vessels oh. yeah all the starfleet vessels have old technology they cannot destroy this sphere even with 18 of them correct they can't do it so the only thing that can destroy it is the technology that that admiral janeway gave to us so we got tractored in the sphere came through into the alpha quadrant okay because we go back on the bridge and janeway says mr paris what's our position he says right where we expect to be so he doesn't really say where we are but we've gotten Trans, uh, we've gotten tractored into the sphere. The sphere comes out. Starfleet can't blow them up. So Tuvok fires the tor- torpedo from inside the sphere. Yeah. And we blow up the sphere because we cut to 
Starfleet Command, mm. Admiral Paris says, You mean he fired, fire. sorry, Tuvok fires not from inside the sphere, but from inside the, the corridor is what you're saying, correct? I think we were tractored inside the sphere. We blew it up from the inside and flew oh. out of it. Oh, we were inside the sphere is what you're yes. saying. Yes. That is so bizarre. That's how because I, I saw it. Okay. Maybe you're right. All right. So when she made commands, when she goes, the sphere is still listening to me, I thought the sphere was chasing us going through. It was but, chasing us, but it did tractor us. Into them is what you're saying, yes. right? It chased us, tractored us into the sphere, and it popped out on the other side. I mean, it wasn't clear that we got tractored in. I think it happened off camera. But once, okay, okay. once we blew it up from the inside and seemed to fly out of it, yeah, that, yeah. that's how I read it. Okay, cool. Yeah, Voyager flies out of this debris, out of the exploding sphere. So I think we did it. We're back in the Alpha Quadrant. Janeway, you know, brings up a hail. Harry says we're being hailed. Yeah, on screen, um, view screen. We see Admiral Paris. We see Richard Sar Sarstedt. We see yes. Barkley. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, welcome back from your dad. And Janeway, yeah. it's good to be here. It's so interesting because, again, uh, I didn't remember this interaction going the way it did. I was like, oh. Okay. Thanks for your help, Admiral Janeway. And then yeah. uh, sick beta bridge. There is a baby crying in the background and Kim chuckles is what it says in this little reading thing. So um, did you notice the, the teary eyed was after I your did. baby? I thought it was tears of joy. It was all the things is what I got from, you know, your reaction in that. It was a couple of shots of Harry and it was, happiness about the baby happiness to be home it, it was, but it was supposed it, to only be at the happiness to be home not at the baby that's my point uh, so that's yeah, it why didn't, it read about all those things really me. okay yeah okay. but it was great i thought this last i mean i didn't remember the sequence of events like i said i thought we got back and then there was like a tag at the end where we're mm. all at a party in the future mm. and we're older and yeah. i remembered this totally wrong this right. finale episode. right and also when the doctor says, Dr. to Lieutenant Paris, there's someone uh, here who'd like to say hello. And so I, I thought he said, uh, congratulations on being the, the father of a bouncing baby girl. But that line is not in here at all. So that no. was in my head for the last 30 something years. I, and it's wrong. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I'm like, huh? Uh, okay. I mean, maybe it was in the script. I don't have the script. So I don't and know. then it got cut out. Then Maybe it got I, cut off. Maybe because that sounds familiar to me, too. And then he. Yeah, bouncing so baby then, girl. Yeah, so then it was looped by by Bob Picardo later. Doctor to Lieutenant Paris. There's someone here who'd like to say hello, which is a new line, different from bouncing baby girl thing, I guess. Mm -hmm, right? Because mm -hmm. um, Janeway says you better get down here, Tom, and you're like, yes, ma'am. Uh, so you leave, right? So Chakotay to, the, you know, to the, baby. the helm. That's right. We don't, we, but we never see the home. baby. We never see Bolana in any no. of this. We never see the doctor. No, oh, we th I think we see the doctor. In a close-up where he says uh doctor to lieutenant. Yeah. But but yeah, Paris leaves and then Janeway's last line. Set a course for home. I remember that, but I thought it was you driving us home. It's actually Chicote driving us home. So yeah. Yeah. That's Chicote's driving, and then we go out to space and we mm -hmm. see the flotilla, all the Starfleet all ships. All those ships falling. And it pans well. across and we see we're right near Earth. Yeah. And it's 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 a I actually this episode was better than I ever remembered. Honestly, it was, to, okay. I enjoyed watching it. I thought the choice of the very last moment, having that shot in space of us 
heading towards earth and that's mm-hmm. the end of it mm-hmm. i actually think it was really good writing it was very okay. smart i All liked right. it a lot yeah I liked it two thumbs up <laughs> all right <laughs> theme what's the theme Jeez. um i for I me for me the theme of the, this finale episode is it's never too late to change the past to, to fix the mistakes of the past or it's, it's never, never too late. too late like we can all there's always something we can do mm. to make amends to make things a little bit better just because there's mistakes in the past or a rough past you don't have to live with the consequences of that forever you can do something to make it a little better so it's never too late to do something about the past Hmm. that's my theme i don't know if i have one to be honest i'm still thinking about that conversation i have with the editors like why did you move my reaction that's funny (laughs) why did you maybe you remembered it wrong then maybe maybe yeah maybe that was wrong as well i don't know yeah because i remember i remember this structure totally different yeah. I literally didn't think we went to the future until after we got home. Yeah. And clearly we went to the future last episode in part one. Mm. We went to the we went to the future first and then came back to our current timeline. So it was all different than I remembered. Right. Ratings. Ratings, mm. please. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go higher than what I was going to go. I mean, if I didn't watch the second part, I would have rated this. I would have rated this like a six, like pretty low. Wow. Now that I've actually, yeah. But now that I've, cause that's what it was in my mind. It was actually lower than that. I thought part two was like a two <laughs> and no wow. more than a two. But now that I've seen it, Robbie, now that I've watched it again, I'm going to, I'll give it a good solid 8.5 8. is what wow. I'm going to say. Yeah. So I'm going to go kind of high on that one. All right. Yeah. But not as high as my other one. My other one was 9.5. So part one well, was 9.5. This one for me gets a nine. You're higher. I give, I give this a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I think this was really better than I remembered. Yeah. I think it was really well done. So yeah. Great, um, great job by the writers. Great concept. Alan Craker, uh, great, great job direct, there. Great yeah. directing. And great performance by Kate and Kate nailed it. Kate, all of us. Yeah. Every single person across the board. There wasn't a weak um no link in this chain at all. Yeah. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There's gonna... our oh, recap so for part two for the finale of the finale. Yeah. Wow. We're done. Yeah. Well, we're not really done. We're not so done. We're not really done. We're done with the Voyager. Don't go anywhere, yeah, don't, everybody. Yeah. Don't we're run gonna away. talk about Voyager for away. a couple more, couple yeah. more episodes. We've for got sure. some some thoughts and for ideas sure. that for we'll sure. discuss in the next couple episodes, and then we're yeah, we've got some ideas for uh, you know where we go from here. Because uh, as we said, this has been a, a great ride, um, but all good things must end. They must. And Agreed. all good things must change into new things. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we'll see where we go. But thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, thank you for supporting this podcast through this uh, mm-hmm. really, really meaningful revisit of of Voyager and uh, and the episodes. And yeah, yeah, Patreon patrons, please stay tuned. We have a little bit more.